Listen at your own discretion as the following content contains strong language, adult dialogue, discussions of violence, and spoilers. Cue the intro. in a pod my name is delia i'm heather i'm sarah if you're interested in the tree of ladies that get together and record our book club for the masses stick around this episode of three reads will be discussing bluebeard by charles perrault i probably butchered that if you want to read along we post the book and book bite of the month on our instagram three reads in a pod that's the number three reads in a pod Without further ado, let's turn the page. All right, guys. I am uh, super pumped for this episode. We're going to be talking about Bluebeard as we transition. So with our book bike episodes, last time we did, what, Snow White? Mm-hmm. Had three Indeed. of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we're going to slide into scary stories. And a nice transition was Bluebeard. It's a fairy tale. I had a fairy tale class in college. We read it. So the summary here, you have Bluebeard. He has a literal Bluebeard, so he's unattractive. But he has lots of riches. He asks a neighbor for their one of their daughter's hands in marriage. He treats them real good, gives them the parties, gives them gold. They're like, oh, excellent. One of the daughters marries him. He goes off on a trip. He said, invite who you like. Here's all my keys. But don't go in this one room or I'll be really mad. What does she do? She gets curious. She goes in that room and there's a bunch of dead wives in there. Because they mentioned earlier that his wives tend to go missing. So then he comes home. He tries to kill her. She gets saved by her family. So, spoiler alert on that, but it's a five-page poem, or five-page fairy tale, so just read it. It's fine. We do also spoiler alert before the episode. That's true. That's true. (laughs) And so, as Delia said, it's Charles Charles Perrault. I'm going to say, we can go with that for the pronunciation. I have this fairy tale in a book called The Classic Fairy Tales that was edited by Maria Tatar. And it has an introduction into this type of fairy tale. The, like, murderous husband. So I'm just going to reference that. And that's where I pulled a lot of my information. Charles first published this tale in the 17th century in his The Tales of Mother Goose. There were some real-life bluebeards that may have been inspiration. Now this I cannot pronounce. Gilles de Ray? It's uh, G-I-L-L-E-S space D-E space R-A-I-S. He actually knew Joan of Arc. And was hanged in 1440 because he murdered a ton of children. And it all came out uh, naturally towards the end of his life since he was hanged for it. But he was a really crummy guy. The author? This dude? No, 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 no. Uh, This dude may have based this off of that guy. Jesus, I got lost there for a second. And then if any of you guys are anime fans and you watch Fate Stay Night or any of the Fate series, one of the series, I want to say it's Fate Zero, has him in it and then there's kunmar of Brittany, who decapitated his wife kind of going back to that murderous husband feel all the stories that are bluebeard based have some type of forbidden chamber there is a person who is a punisher and then you have your trespasser kind of the reverse of most fairy tales in that <laughs> sorry i misspelled something so now i'm getting myself back together um so in this one it starts out with comfort You know, she's in, she's in a good marriage. She gets used to Bluebeard. She really likes him. He's really good to her. And then the fear sets in when she realizes she's in danger. Whereas a lot of your other fairy tales, there's something uncomfortable at the beginning, particularly like Beauty and the Beast. 
they didn't have a relationship. She's in this uncomfortable situation and then she moves into the comfort. So that was one of the cool things about this fairy tale. And then this book also mentions that this may have been a reflection of sexual anxieties because in the 17th and 18th century, it was really common for young women to get married, like super young women, like 13, 14. And it created this tension around young children who should not be exposed to sex from older men doing that and then that shit still happens all around all around the world but keep going exactly so this fairy tale could be a reflection of those anxieties as well also it appeals to that humans enjoying a sense of quote-unquote cinematic horror we love scary movies i love scary movies i know you guys do and so it's nice not all fairy tales have that scary feel (laughs) not all fairy tales have that scary feel so that's something that's really appealing about it and then we can also talk about this. Did you guys read a version that had like the two morals written out afterward? I did. I think on my Kindle. Hold on. I got the illustrated one. So I it do had, like, not think I did. Can you yes. It has two. Do you I have an audiobook. Gotcha. So at the end of the story, Sarah, there are two like morals, possible morals of the story. And it talks about the evils of female curiosity. Which is also seen in, like, Biblical Eve, in Greek Pandora, and so that was kind of a something that this story could have also been getting at, is like, yeah, men are awesome, you can murder your wives, but also don't be a curious female. And then I think something else really unique about this that Charles Perrault really enjoyed, and one of the reasons he put it in this work, was uh, the curious women do become their own saviors. So... It's got a lot of facets to it and that's it for the background i don't know if my my morals are the same as yours but okay mm. a lot of morals going on there eh? <laughs> yeah mine the first one i have basically just says that no husband now is so terrific and possibilities expecting though jealous he is still pac- pacific or pacific uh, indifference to his wife affecting and then the next one is and of his beard where whatever the hue his spouse need fear no such disaster. Indeed, would often puzzle you to say which of the twain is master. So, oh, that so like some stuff that you would read to like open a secret chamber or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like you know, right? <laughs> some serious Lord of the Rings vibes, right? Yes. So that was my second moral. My second moral was. What's your first moral? My first moral is curiosity, in spite of its many charms, can bring with it serious regrets. You can see a thousand examples of it every day. Women succumb, but it's a fleeting pleasure. As soon as you satisfy it, it ceases to be. And it always proves very, very costly. Mm. It's blaming that her. Not fair. Well, back in the I'm day. not here for these victim blaming no, bullshit. Listen. Oh, yeah. It was a big time discussion. Super curious. <laughs> I'm sure it was. But no, I didn't have that. That wasn't my, uh, that wasn't my moral, which I'm okay with because I'd have been super pissed. Y'all oh, know. I get mad. I get mad. All right. Initial thoughts. <laughs> uh, I said, damn, this was dark and Bluebeard's a dick, like a complete psychopath. And I looked up the difference. I should know this, but I don't always remember the difference between psychopath and sociopath because that's not the clientele I typically deal with. In fact, I don't really deal with that clientele at all. You think someone who is as interested in true crime as I am that I would know the difference, but I don't. He is a psychopath, okay? Mm-hmm. Psychopaths have no conscience, conscience whatsoever. 
sociopaths have a teeny tiny one that they don't always listen to. Good so, Good yeah, I stand by it. Him's a psychopath. Absolutely. I do have a question for you guys just starting out. Do you sure. think he would have eventually killed her regardless? Oh, yes. If she opened that door? Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He would have found some reason. That's how domestic right. violence abusers work. Even if you're perfect, they're going to beat you. It's to keep control of you. And I think so. that was the saddest part of it was knowing, like, you know, because obviously it had to start somewhere, right? With one woman and then the other and then the other. And then they're all down there. Like, why would it stop at her just opening that door, you know? Um, or not opening the door. Like, she could spend her entire life not opening that door, but he would find another reason to just, like, shoot, I'm going to cut your head off, you know? Oh, yeah. um, even though there was a lot of You're getting suspense. too old. You got to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted him to be not such a terrible person, you know? Because I'm like, oh, no one likes him because his beard. I'm like, oh, what if he's nice? <laughs> and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> right. No, he's not. <laughs> nope. Heather, thoughts? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I remember this one specifically from college, and I love it. I love that it's darker than a lot of fairy tales. Still has a, a positive ending, which I'm really into. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember particularly the discussion around a society that says, "Well, women shouldn't have been so curious." And so this one sticks out in my mind. And yes, so I think that's a, a super important conversation to have. And I also love females who are their own saviors. She was smart. She outsmarted him essentially. Mm-hmm. And got out. So I'm really proud of her. Yeah, I was super nervous for her for a minute there because I was listening to the audiobook, which is a great job. Are they French? Is this what this is? Like a French fairy mm-hmm. tale? Because I think yeah. they were pronouncing yeah. him as like Charles Perrault or something like that. Oh, I bet they were. Yeah, like and That makes sense. Yeah. Makes a lot more well, sense. Well, Foucault. I've got a book of his down here. Anyway, so... I was super nervous. I was waiting. And all the sisters saying, she's like, I just see the dust and the grass. She was majorly unhelpful. (laughs) She was super unhelpful. Oh, 110%. She's like, oh, here's some sheep now. And I'm like, girl, what are you doing? (laughs) Were there no like vase vases of like, like plants that you could put, you know, be like, all right, husband, I'm not coming down there. You're going to have to come up to me. And then when he comes up the stairs, you knock that shit off onto his head. Like, seriously, you're a terrible sister. What are you doing? She's just waiting. It's like, hey, Anne, what's going on up there? Meh, nothing. <laughs> why aren't you asking? Why are you so nervous about about your like? Why do you want to know so bad what's going on up here? What's what's the, and you know, and I'm sure a lot of people like like you talked about the curiosity women like it's her fault. Why would she open that right? But I totally would have done the same thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, don't go in here. And I'm like, whoa. We're married. We own married. this house together. <laughs> if that's a room in my house, I own that room. I'm going to go in that room. Try and stop me. And then if mm-hmm. I go in there and see dead women, there's a problem. Question, though. Is it fair as a, uh, if you're in a relationship with someone and you want to set some type of boundary or have a space that's your own? He, you know, he did communicate that. He did say, hey. You can go anywhere, do whatever you want, but please don't go in here. That's a fair statement. I think we're all okay with that. But it's the, you don't murder someone if they break that. Then you need to have a discussion of boundaries, I think. Like, okay, so I have an office. It doesn't mean that my husband can't come up here. Okay, I do, like, for the most part, when I am working, he doesn't really. But I make those boundaries pretty clear. Like, if I'm talking to clients on the phone, my door, my office door is shut, and I have a fan outside the room as, like, a white noisemaker so that he can't hear my clients, my clients can't hear them, and HIPAA is protected. So he knows not to come into the office when that's happening. And I make sure that that's a thing. But he can come in any other time. I don't understand. (sighs) Okay. In my marriage, we don't really do a whole lot of secret keeping 
I mean, just because right. I don't think that that works. Or murdering, my hope. Well, that for sure. I mean, I'm way too open. Like, if I yeah, do anything, I'm like, like here you at go. At this point, I, we have cats and a dog, and the bathroom door doesn't get shut because little tiny paws and their tiny paw beans come out from underneath and they make noises and I'm just trying to have relaxing time if you want to come into the bathroom when I'm in here that's fine but I don't need you scratching at the door you're gonna drive me nuts so Mm -hmm. no the whole reason for him saying that has nothing to do with boundaries it has to do with him playing with her mind is what he's doing like a test he's yeah well yeah he gives her the key if he didn't really want her in there don't give her the key exactly like don't even mention it don't um, mention it. Don't deliver the key. Or no. if he explained it better where he's like, hey, you can hold on to this, but this is, if he was more like, this is my personal space, I'd like to keep this just for me, you know, kind of thing where he didn't, wasn't just like, hey, here's this room. Do not go in there. Yeah, that's not, very different. You know? and what did he say too? It said something about his anger would know no limits. Which, yeah. Yes. Which red flags all over the place oh, with this guy too. Sure. For fucking sure. No. And who has a magical key? Like that was wild. That was a wild. No, no, time. he did that specifically. It's like it's it's gaslighting because he's like, you are gonna get in big trouble, and you're the crazy one if you go in there, and I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. Again, I who has a closet full of dead bodies? Bluebeard. Yeah, yeah. At this point, the safety issue for her. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, wait a second. You have a bunch of dead bodies in here. That's not okay. Also, can I just say real quick, not to victim blame, but like. I know this is low-key victim blaming. I recognize that. Okay. Uh, if he's a neighbor and he has a bunch of wives and you don't see them leaving caskets and you don't go to their funerals, at what point are you like, <laughs> I guess all the wives just, like, I'm just saying, mm-hmm. really? Yes. Once again, red flags. Red, red flags, flags all over the place. Like, what happened to your wives? That should be a discussion before you marry a person. Yeah, I know you were married before. Just so you- to make sure it's not an Edward Rochester situation where his wife is in the attic and crazy. Like, yes. Mm-hmm. You need to have these discussions. Matthew. Didn't she like have hesitation at first where she's like, yeah, and then he's like, charmed her. Around. Yeah. And, and then, then he's like, look at all my riches. And she's look like, at my riches. Shit. Have a good time at my house and, and whatnot. She's like, okay. Granted, in that time period, the man, what the man said went, it totally was a thing, you know? And so for him to be like, you can't go in here. But I also think that. Here's the thing. Curiosity killed the cat, yes. But the second part to that expression is satisfaction brought it back. Okay? Forgetting that part. So, <laughs> yes, curiosity almost killed her. But she also figured out what was in there. And she got out of a really shitty marriage that was probably going to get worse. Yeah, and she was able to go on, be happy. It's like, totally fine. Yeah. You know, I mean, worked granted, out for her. Worked out for her brothers, for sisters. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The trauma. The trauma was there. I mean, not just the fact that he was going to kill her, but, like, imagine opening a room to a person who you've married and you've been in a relationship with and se- things seem to be going okay, and then you just see dead bodies. And then he goes, all right, it's your turn. you got to join their ranks. Like, I didn't realize I was being Oof. conscripted into an army, motherfucker. Damn. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. Army of the dead right here. <laughs> oh, God. No, no. I'm trying to remember how it described it, too. It was so good. Oh, a few moments, she began to realize that the floor was covered with clotted blood and the blood reflected bodies of several dead women hung up on the walls. That's fucked up. Like, yeah. For real. Yeah. For real, honey. Yeah. Hanging them on hooks. That was the part that got me, too. I'm like, the clotted blood, the hanging on the hooks up on the wall. Ooh, ooh. Not just original. First of all, like how did skeletons. that house not smell like crap? Oh my God. Yes, exactly. Okay. It had to. But okay, look, again, remember the time era, everything stunk. 
people stunk. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was stinky. They're like, yeah, this is like just amazing. Yeah, yeah, she was like, sorry, I just uh, had a big poop. <laughs> you know, he's probably like, mm, don't go in there. You don't smell the same. It's a latrine. But damn, it's the latrine. It's the latrine. Nice, nice phrasing. Oh yeah. my gosh. Hmm. But no. I guess too, it wasn't it like deep into the castle or mansion or whatever they're in. Like it was deep, and he's like, "Don't go down there to that special place." And like, she's like, "I think I'll go to that special place again." Because you're like, if it's like, "Don't go in here because it's dangerous for you," that's not what he said. He said, "If you go in here, I'm gonna really pissed." Okay, and she's probably not thinking he's gonna kill her. Like that's a fact. Having an argument, having an, exactly having an argument of. <laughs> This is my personal space and you went here went in here without my permission and I feel like you violated this boundary that we have with one another and that's a different story. That's like mm-hmm. oh, like again I talk about like Matthew and I don't keep secrets. I don't go through his phone because that's trust. Like I don't need mm-hmm. to go through his phone. Also that'd be a violation of his trust. Like it'd be a violation of mm-hmm. our boundaries. He doesn't go through my phone, I don't go through his phone not because we have anything to hide, but because like the personal mm-hmm. conversations I have with other people are like you know friends about different things that they're not they're not his business like if they're telling me their personal secrets i'm not going to share that with him because it's their secrets and the same thing i'm so uh, open not to interrupt to the point to where it's like sometimes i'm just like hey adam can you open up this text and reply to this to this person not about anything personal well like you know not not it just only when it's like hey you know this and this but i agree it's like we don't you know there's um just that level of like I, there's nothing to look at what do i right. need to, my trust. phone's just filled with memes mm. <laughs> no, that's it and i don't check matt, things so mm-hmm. matt can get into my phone i can get into his phone we just don't because of respect right. and respect mm-hmm. boundaries boundaries important exactly thing. very important very different situation than this though sorry not oh yeah that's kind of bad yeah. so we're all really saying that uh we have dead bodies hidden in our phones right yeah pictures things like that mm-hmm. <laughs> that's uh those boundaries yeah so they don't uh check they don't that. find them uh-huh. mm-hmm. yeah so yeah, you don't have to have so them see, doing their ranks see that's mm-hmm. what he should have been he should have just been like giving her the keys and just be like you can go anywhere in the house that you know what whatever well, you're not gonna and say that if you have like, dead bodies in the basement <laughs> <laughs> no but maybe if he was like yeah. go wherever i don't care she'd be like hmm you know, like the psychological, like reverse psychology. You're like, oh yeah, yeah sure. That's, she's like, well, the no. whole point, though. The whole point wasn't to to have that space be safe. The whole point was to have her get murdered. It was to have her go. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. just wanted. No, to. he was playing serious mind games with her. You know what, though, he should have just. Why not just go out and I don't know. It's, I feel like after a while, people are going to get super suspicious. And I'm surprised they were suspicious before then. Exactly yeah for real but she was super smart though when she was just like give me one more minute and he's like you're not gonna get any more minutes and i was like you're giving her a lot of minutes you're giving her a lot of minutes for a man who was like no you're giving her several minutes yeah yeah one minute more like 15 minutes for her to say her prayers i'm like okay first of all that's not the correct that for sure in that area they were definitely praying for a hell of a lot longer than that okay and definitely praying for longer than 15 minutes (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I like that she was smart enough to call her brothers ahead of time. Like, hey, come, come, please. Like, Did she call like, them after? Because he hadn't been I back think yet. She, right, I think she had found it, and then it had mentioned something about her reaching out to them, telling mm-hmm. them what was going on. And they were one of them was a dragoon, so they were like part of yeah. the part of the 
army and part of the like police of the era, if I'm not mistaken, on what Dragoon means. Right. But See, I thought it was going to end, like, be one of those things where they couldn't kill it. I don't know. Where they couldn't get to crazy. her on time. I thought so, too. Yeah. I was a little. I was like, oof. she's dead, though. I was worried. I was worried. A little anxious. But, you but. know, then the, the brothers get there, and I was like, yes, good girl. She was like, I can't defeat you because you are much too strong for my female character. Um, better, like, I got some people I could call. I got some connections. I've got some connections. We can get you murdered. Yeah, real quick. Mm-hmm. And they're trained in fighting, so. Yeah, he had no chance. You're busted, my guy. Busted. So, you know, I'm here for it. I was kind of happy that he was uh, lay murdered because fuck that guy. Go around mm-hmm. killing your wives for no damn good reason just because you're bloodthirsty. So, real moral of the story is don't trust men with blue beards or women with blue beards or anyone with blue beards. You know what? Blue beards or are however you identify. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you're... people with blue beards. I don't think it's the people blue with blue beards. Blue beards necessarily. It's people that are super fucking shady. <laughs> I don't know. If you're but suspicious, could also be the beard. It could be the beard. <laughs> well, I mean, look, you have the blue beard. You have Gacy, who was a damn clown. Like these people, mm-hmm. Egg Gang Gain, who like Ed, had the Ed masks. Of... Mm-hmm. Yes, there you go. Mm-hmm. I always say his yeah. name wrong. Um, I just listened know, to Whining Crime was talking about him in the episode I listened to today. Uh, well, I DIY Crimes. She did a good one. Yeah, that's how I knew about about him was from Bailey. And then uh, the, uh, like I said, I was I was baking my dessert for, because uh, we talk about food in the book bites. Uh, I was baking my dessert for this particular book bite, mostly because I just really wanted it. But I was also like, this is perfect. So, uh, and I was listening to Wine and Crime. If I'm cooking, I'm listening to Wine and Crime. So, mm-hmm. still trying to catch up. <laughs> I know. I need to get caught up on a lot of stuff from them, especially, too. I mm-hmm. mean, you know. Well, I quit life. listening to Crime Junkie and started on Wine and Crime, like, a year ago. So, I'm a year behind in Crime Junkie. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's good stuff. But, yeah. So, I mean, he fits quite a few of these profiles of just shit-ass men granted edward gaines i I feel i kind of he shouldn't have done what he did i also kind of feel bad Mm. for him though like he was also a product of his raising there was a lot of there's yeah but a lot of stuff going on there again but bluebeard we don't really know about his background we just know that he likes to do the murder but he hadn't been doing this for a while because he had several not just a couple yep several wives so i don't know absolutely was he always living there because if so, there's a lot of women missing for them to just be like, oh, yeah, sure. Well, to be fair, though, it sounds like he was rich, so he might have been tied. Yeah. Well, he had mm. the, he had, it said he had houses in the city, houses in the, in the country. Uh, so he might have been so, taken from different areas. Because all yeah. I was thinking what of he the, has dead bodies at all the places? You know he does. Oh, my God. He probably rotates. Mm-hmm. He rotates that potate. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I was thinking, He's like, wild. the whole, oh, my gosh, what was, uh, Elizabeth Bathory, is that her name? Rotates the potate. Yes, that's what I thought of. Uh, wow. Right, exactly. Like, she killed so many people, and then it wasn't mm-hmm. until somebody, like, titled, that's when. Like she got caught. yes somebody so like, yes one because of she was titled too so it might be one of those situations with him where he was rich and some people didn't look at him too harshly because they were like oh he's rich it doesn't matter the peasants can go mm-hmm. missing who cares mm-hmm. I'm sure that's absolutely a huge part of it for mm-hmm. sure his title his um, rank there in society so also, for sure 
10 out of 10. It wasn't her fault. She she was no. just trying to like be open in her marriage and he was just being an asshole. So fuck that guy. Although at the same time, okay, I know we joke about scary movies and how it's like the white people are always the ones that dumb, do dumb shit. You know, like, mm. hey, somebody was murdered here. And they're like, let's move in. <laughs> like, <laughs> I saw a meme like that. I'll have to send it to you guys because it was pretty funny. But um, it's pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> so all I can think of was like, you know, this woman was white. Not to not to victim blame, <laughs> but like, you know, she was. Because as much as I, I don't want to blame her, I'm also like, you're a dumb bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> all his wives, all his wives are missing and nobody thought to ask any further questions about that. I'm sorry. I just, uh, I can't. He like has a party and then everybody's like, oh, this is grand. It's like, not She's such like, a bad no, idea. Where are the wives? Oh, money? Count me in. Sign me up. Got it. Yeah, I will sign my name here on the dotted line. We are now married but you know what she's super smart about it she was like instead of i'm gonna run away from this guy because she could have she had the option to run away you know instead of staying in the house and having him come back come back uh she stayed and had her had her brothers and shit come and uh kill him so then she got she inherited all the shit instead of her like going on the lamb and trying to escape from him so that's a fact that's a fact kudos to her but also can i just say her Washing the key over and over again. A little Lady Macbeth. Washing oh, yeah, Macbeth. right. With the, the hands and mm-hmm. the, the blood. Oh, Yeah. That, blood that's what I it kind of reminded that was a me good of. Part. And then the same would just like move from one side to the other. If she ever got it clean. Which, oh like, my god, would probably drive me nuts. Not because I'm like super cleanly. I mean, I like to think I am. But I would, I would, it would drive me insane if I was like, I just cleaned this side. And now it's dirty again? What the fuck, man? What's wrong with you? <laughs> That's when you melt that shit down and say, I'm sorry, I lost the key. I don't know what happened to it. Gone. What? Got turned into a ring. Melted it down. Uh, So I'd never be tempted to open the door. I actually made it a ring. Yeah, exactly. You're welcome. Super smart of me. (laughs) You can't get in there now? You can knock down the door. It's fine. Take the hinges. Take take, take the pins out of the hinges. Open it the other way, like ever after. I should go down in history as the man who opened the door. (laughs) <laughs> Lena, this, I love that. Oh yeah, that's a good movie. Mm. Um, for me, what was I gonna say? Ah, Jesus Christ, guys! Sorry, my bad. No, it's okay. Talk. It was something about uh oh, when he came home, he like before he even saw the the key, he automatically knew she'd done it. Like she was acting sus as fuck, and then he's like, mm. where's "So the where's the key?" Then <laughs> she's like, "Oh, it just got it hidden up here." <laughs> Left it up in this spot. Hard to get. Let me go uh, get that for you. <laughs> it has She's been like shaking, the giving him the key. Do you guys want to go on to the casting? Oh. Yeah, I think we've said all we can say. Like, I think that's about it. Oh, or do we recommend it? Oh, yeah, you should. You yeah. should read it. If for no other reason, you can have a hate on for Bluebeard. That's right. That's right. Hate I'll get on. on. Hashtag hate on. Mm-hmm. Um. I recommend it. It's just a different fairy tale. It's a different type. It's got different, a different feel to it. So if you're interested in that. And it's quick. All the fairy tales, it's going to be hard to say no because they're quick. So just yeah, read, just read it. It's not you're a waste of time if you get through it. Right, really. exactly. In fact, yeah. you'll gain in culture. So you're welcome. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Casting. I will go first. Good job. So Adam suggested that uh, I should choose Jason Momoa as Black or Bluebeard. Ooh, I, that's a good one. Well, that was yeah. I like I was that. Like, oh, I like okay. that because Adam's like, "How about Aquaman?" And I'm like, 
awkward. And I was like, oh, okay. I could see that. I'm like, yeah. He was Cal Drogo. I could see that. I know. Oh, Cal Drogo. Cal Drogo. 10 out of 10. I loved him. He was I love Danny. We can't talk about that. My heart hurts still. That's a fact. Every day. Okay. Heather? Um, so I'm going to go ahead and just lay it out on the line because when I tell you guys my theme here, you're probably going to kind of fill everyone in, but I decided that a group of humans that were already a family got together and they said, what if we made Bluebeard together? So, uh, Kanye West is Bluebeard. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And as I feel in my other characters, you'll see how it... (laughs) As I I feel like the other characters, you'll see where I'm going with it. Okay, okay. Uh, So my blue beard was Jeff Bridges. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) That was from... (laughs) I I, I was... (laughs) Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. I do love him. Uh, We... we, uh, This is going to be totally off track from when... We we just recorded uh, Where the Crawdads Sing before this one. So if you guys will listen to that one, you guys know I already love Jeff Bridges. But no, my my guy, my real pick was... uh, Okay. I want to make sure I, I say his name right. I looked it up because I wanted to make sure. So it's Joe, Joe. Manganello. Okay. Also, he's okay. So he is super big into D and I did not know that. And he's married hmm. to Sophia Vergara. I think is her name. Uh, <gasps> oh my god, I love her. Mm, he's he's in Magic Mike. He plays Big Dick Big Dick Rick. Oh and yeah, he's yeah, he does. Brad and How I Met Your Mother, and he's Owen in One Tree Hill, and he's Flash Thompson and Spider Man. Cool, yeah. Oh yeah. Look him up. He's. I think he's a good. Oh, one. I like him. No, I'm looking at him. I feel it. Yeah, I can I dig that. I he'd be a good option. It's a good one. Dig it. All right. So Sarah, you want to go for wife? Oh yeah. Sorry. So wife, I chose uh, Amy Adams just because oh, she gave me that Amy vibe. Adams. Like you know, I was feeling her. it. She's mm-hmm. great. I love her. She's I could see her opening up a door and being like, whoa. What the fuck? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so my wife is Kim Kardashian. Mm. Mm-hmm. Shocker. <laughs> Would have guessed. <laughs> I said Elizabeth Lale, who is Beck and you, the dumb bitch. Mm. Oh, okay. The, yeah. that does, the bitch that does. Yeah, that's all you had to say. <laughs> yes. She's also Princess Anna and Once Upon a Time, so there's that fairy tale tie-in. Okay. Nice. Oh, really cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I like it. I chose for this. Okay, so the sister of the wife, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I just chose Anne Hathaway for funsies. Um, oh, I was yeah. listening to like a an interview with her, Matthew McConaughey, and uh, I was feeling it. I was like, sure. Anne nice. Hathaway, put her in there. Who's yeah. What what movie are they in together that they're doing an interview together? Um, they were in Interstellar. Duh. Okay, moving on. Uh, that was a dumb. Yeah, and they were just talking about like how they what met they and just yeah mm-hmm. things like that. It was really that was interesting. It was just something I found that had already. Ha- it was just I like them. You were you know down to Matthew McConaughey. Oh yeah. Hole. We Hole. gotcha. Oh. <laughs> Heather. <laughs> um, I went for Courtney Kardashian mm-hmm. as the sister. Oh yeah, cool. She was upset. It's like, oh my god, the dust cloud. <laughs> I can see it. I freaking love um, the videos where they have like little animated characters and somebody's like talking over them, and they did the thing with like the what was a strawberry soda or something. Have you seen that one? 
I don't and think she's so. like, I thought we all were going to get strawberry soda. How could you betray me? And it was. <laughs> wow. You guys, I'm going to have to find it. I'm going to oh, send please. it to you guys. Send it to um, the group. Mm-hmm. Okay. My uh, sister, Anne, was Jessie Schramm. She plays uh, Cinderella in Once Upon a Time because uh, I, I just thought they resembled each other. And okay. uh, Darcy in Unstoppable in hannah asher in chicago med i know her from okay once, but yeah, yeah i like it sarah bro number one bro number one was james marston <laughs> did you <laughs> did you cast him and wear the crawdads sure did. Like, mm, did i, uh, I, I, I just see that. him he just he's just one of those people he could be a knight he could be a cop he could be your love interest he could well, be a bad guy like what is he james uh, marston so, he wasn't enchanted as the prince with Amy Adams. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Gotcha, guys. Yeah. Reunion. All right. I went for the, the obvious choice here was Rob Kardashian as one of the brothers. <laughs> I just really enjoy your picks, Heather. <laughs> okay. Oh. Bro number one, uh, I have... Uh, Tom Meissen, mm. he's the main Tom character Meissen. in Sleepy Hollow, the TV show, and he's also Bingley oh, in Lost okay. in Austin. Oh, hmm. yeah. Lost in Austin. I just really liked him okay. as Ichabod. I was like, you look like you could handle a sword yeah. and be a dragoon. Stab the shit out of this guy. That's right. <laughs> I chose for bro number two, Richard Madden, who plays <laughs> Game of Thrones. Right, right. He's also the prince in Cinderella, which you haven't watched yet. Uh, I know. And he's in the take, so and he's in the bodyguard. I think. Ah, oh, Richard has my heart. Yeah, looking this up. And he he's in he's Rocket Man. Him. That's where I saw him at, and I was almost ready to cast him he's in Where the Crawdads Sing, and then I was like, Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, I cast. Oh, I saved him for this. I love him. I love him so much. He's fantastic. He was great. And then my favorite character is uh, going to be the second brother. Is actually a sister that dressed in very masculine clothes and does the actual killing. Is Chloe Kardashian? <laughs> she comes in there and she's like, "Shut your fucking mouth, bitch!" You know. Have you watched? Listen, I don't watch a lot of um, like the Keeping Up with the Kardashian stuff, but I see like clips online, mm-hmm. and there was one where. Uh, Courtney and Kim are fighting mm-hmm. and Chloe's just standing there and she's like stop stop please stop she's like what are you doing and she's like trying to get in between them and they're like pulling each other's hair and punching you know whatever they try to do mm-hmm. and she's like but you're sisters <laughs> yeah see I think they could be this would be the comedy version of Bluebeard I'm here for it <laughs> she's like ew don't don't kill her ew don't stop <laughs> She's your wife. Oh, that's good. I think I can really. How could you? All right, bro number two is uh, Carl Urban, who is. I love him. I do too. So for he's in he's okay. He's the writer. I love the boys. Writers of Rohan. He's in the second Lord of the Rings movie, the one with the horse on his helmet right there. Yeah. He's also Bones in Star Trek, and he's. Billy Butcher in The Boys. And also, just, he's in everything. He's in Ghost Ship, guys. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh my God, right? Seriously. He's got, he's the one. Oh, God, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. 
But yeah, that movie scared me. When I was getting myself that cut in first, half. oh god, it's so good. It's mm, yes from the 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 wire, right? Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I was, scared to death of wire. Yeah, so I'm like, I I'm gonna run into it. Completely <laughs> forgot about Ghost Ship. I was listening to Wine and Crime uh, while I was in my garden, and she talks about that first. Amanda talks about that first scene with the wire that snaps. And everybody gets cut in half, and they're still alive. Oh, it's good stuff. But anyway, he's the guy with the long hair parted down the center and the flannel, and he bites into the thing and his maggots. That guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. In case you wanted to know. Uh, thank I you. did. Yeah, I, I did. Want to know okay, so that's the cast. Good casting, everybody. I think we did a great job. What about I love it. food? You forgot uh, we did this, didn't you? <laughs> Sure. Yeah, but this is not this is not gonna be too bad. I was thinking because we mentioned food earlier. Mm-hmm. I was thinking like blueberry cobbler mm. or like you know um, something sweet tart with a little bit of color in there. Mm-hmm. You know, for, clearly for his beard, obviously. Blue yeah, because well, right. there wasn't any food. They talk about like eating, but they didn't talk about any specific like food in this book. So I went also with the blue theme. I uh I did blueberry muffins. Oh, oh excellent. Oh, I made some. Oh, I, I took a picture. I will send it to you for the Insta. But it has but this one has streusel on it. Cinnamon streusel. Oh, we love streusel. Mm-hmm. It's so good, right? We love streusel. We love strudels. We love muffins. We love cake. We love everything. Mm, carbs, carbs, carbs. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so I went for a uh, similar to Sarah's a bearded blueberry pie where you put a little bit of coconut flakes on top so that it looks like a beard oh Oh. and then if you want to serve that with a side of clotted blood cream you may okay (laughs) I would love to have some clotted blood cream I I get a lot of clotted 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 cream that's been colored clotted clean yes it's clotted cream that is turned red yeah okay good (laughs) it's not actual blood cream please don't eat that no don't do that (laughs) our nurse says you shouldn't (laughs) yes that's uh my medical professional opinion do not eat blood don't do that (laughs) i say do it and let's see what happens (laughs) this is this is covid times don't eat blood (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) jesus all right final thoughts any other things no i really enjoyed it like it was a it was a good read i enjoyed having the uh i guess the darker side mm-hmm. of the fairy tale that was really fun i think that's a good segment into our our next bit and i can't wait to choose my story mm-hmm. it'll be a super secret surprise not really i mean i have to tell you yeah you, get, you have you to tell us it's a surprise even to us <laughs> it's like all right you guys ready to talk about this story that you did not read <laughs> so it's just gonna be all sarah all the time oh <laughs> um, well, yeah I liked it. I I knew the story of Bluebeard. I like, obviously, I feel like it's hard not to. Mostly because the next book that we read, <laughs> it, it references this story a little bit later on in the series. That's oh. neat. It, because of because of reasons. And you'll, you'll realize it when you're reading the book. You're going to be like, mm. when you read it, you're going to be like, oh, shit, that's why. It's, it's yeah, it, it's good. It's good stuff. <coughs> oh, sorry. I tried to mute that. I tried to mute it and I didn't get there in time. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's okay. It, we're oh. all in separate rooms, so you didn't give us COVID. So that's good. Oh, my God. Yet. So, uh, <laughs> not yet. No, but I'm going to be seeing you guys soon. And we're going to record in the same room. It's going to be super exciting. And we're going to drink. We're going to record. We're going to drink. We're going to oh, have a good time. Right? Eat cookies. Oh, my God. We have to. 
Yes. Mm. Hold on, wait a second. I don't know why the cookies, but I want them. Now I'm trying yeah. to think about what book we're going to have to talk about when I see you guys. So we're going to have to talk. We're going to have to talk about what book and or book by we're going to read and record. Okay. So looking forward to that. But yes, I liked it. I liked that I got to read the original, you know, in quotations, original. And now I have like some, you know, the source material. For reference. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, I didn't know she got out. I've sincerely thought she died. Like, cause nobody talks about that. Sure. They all talk about, you know, people like finding the, the wives, but they don't ever talk about like, oh yeah, she escaped. She didn't die. She didn't become one of the wives. There was a threat, but she didn't actually. So right. I, that was good to know. I was happy that she got yeah. out. I was expecting her to be dead. <laughs> so mm-hmm. semi self-rescuing princess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She, she played her cards, right? She, she tried to outsmart him. Yeah, she did what she could in the era that she lived in. Absolutely. Oh, I think she did a good job. Super smart. Sister, maybe not, but that's okay. Oh, my God, right? <laughs> Could you say it a little bit easier that there is fucking nothing coming? Okay, thanks. Appreciate you. See well, the dust in the grass. Look, there's the sheep. I'm not asking you for a weather report, bitch. There's the sun. Like, unless our brother turned into a herd of sheep, a flock of sheep. I Please <laughs> stop talking to me. No, I see you, my Right? Okay. All righty. We all done? We're ready to outro this? Yeah, do it, do it. Okay. All right, fellow readers, it's time to say goodbye. Remember to check our Instagram, three reads in a pod. That's the number three reads in a pod for upcoming reads and the casting list. We put the pictures on Insta. A big thanks to our co-host Heather. Yes, yes, yes. For writing our theme song, Dylan, who created our logo and our respective life partners for their unwavering support. We hope you enjoyed this episode and that you'll join us the next time when we turn the page. (laughs) 